Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Don't forget to stick around for the second part of the show. China Dow is going to be coming in studio. I just wanted to do a quick thing today. I know I haven't done any biker news this week, uh, and we'll get back to that stuff. We really will. I've been using this time to really retool uh, the show and some of the content that I'm doing on this show. And one thing I have been doing lately is diving deep into specific issues, whether it be my Sunday Night Lives with finding out personally what people are like, what their stories are, the whole nine yards. Yesterday, I did a live stream with the attorney for the Mongols. And even though there was a lot of stuff answered in it, I said, you know what? I really want to focus on just the case. What happened in the case from beginning to end? And I really got disappointed that most of it was on Little Dave. Where the bigger issue is the case itself and what the feds are doing, how they conduct themselves, especially the ATF. I don't want my channel turned into a freaking circus. I don't want it to turn into some Jerry Springer crap. So I went through, watched the whole interview again. I was like, no, uh uh-uh. No. I know it was informative to some people. It's what they wanted to hear. But at the same time, personally... I don't think the quality or vision that I wanted to come out of that came out. So what I did was said, screw it, I'm scrapping this video. And you're going to say, why, why? There was so much information in it. Again, I'm tired of the Jerry Springer stuff. I'm tired of discussing just one aspect of the case. When I'm doing this kind of stuff, we got to get into the meat and potatoes. So there's lessons to be learned about this government. The government nowadays is, if you don't know this country's all screwed up, I do not know what to tell you. But there's more pressing issues out there than if somebody is a rat, somebody's an informant. And keep on beating a dead horse, if you will. After a while, it gets kind of boring, if you know what I mean. 
So I think it's only right that, hey, everybody has all the information they want out there about that part of the case. Make your own decisions. But as far as to keep going with it, it's going to take away from, say, the ATFs and the way the DEAs, the FBI's conduct business. And that should be the important thing that we're looking at. That stuff is done and over with, that part. But what are we going to do to keep these law enforcement agencies straight? How are we going to approach what they are doing to bikers and clubs? How are we going to stop something like that from happening? Going through hardcore, through all these cases, is going to show us, and more importantly, show those that stick up for law enforcement, why it shouldn't be done. ATF has been involved in so many dirty, dirty events I'd have to say all the way back to Randy Weaver. And what have we learned? What have they learned? What they've learned is they can keep getting away with what they're doing. I did the video the other day. It stinks. This case against the Mongols stinks. ATF agent John Sassone. Then you got Cervantes, his partner in crime. And literally, it is crime. Now, they retired. They're going to go out there, do their book deals. They're going to make money off the misery that they caused other people. What we can do now is expose them. Expose them for what they were. They used their position to obtain power in their own minds. And when they were done with it, they threw it out. And now they're making all kinds of book deals. That's what these people do. And they also put innocent people in jail. Which isn't right. I always talk about it all the time that bikers are one of the biggest voting blocks in the country. Why ain't we using that? Why ain't we coming together? Those are questions that need to be answered. It's imperative that we open the shades, if you will, on the operations of these people. Because it is getting really ridiculous when you have innocent people going to jail. It's ridiculous when you have people being pulled over because of a patch they wear. It's ridiculous that the United States government thinks it has the, uh, has the, they do have the means, but they have the right to try to take somebody's First Amendment rights away from them. 
We see that on social media all the time. How's it feel? Seriously, how does it feel when you have one of these platforms put you in timeout because of something you believed in and took the time to post? They don't like your opinion, so they get rid of you. That ain't the United States here. And the government don't like the Mongols. They've been after them for two decades now. And they'll be after everybody else. But we sit back. That's not the platform I'm looking to do. Me, I have no filter. I want to go out there and I want to expose this type of stuff. I did a, a, a segment the other day about how they're spying on us. That was old technology, people. Can you imagine what they got now? That Stinger device was old technology. And here we are, and it's oh, mostly my fault, because... The drama just kept on going and going and going, wanting to get all sides of the story out. Okay, everybody has it. No more of the drama. Because actually, I'm quite bored with it. And I know a lot of other people are too. So moving forward, let's dive into these type of subjects. Biker news is important. Yes, you want to get to know what's going on in the scene. I got it. But at the same time, I like to take some days of the week and dive into issues we need to dive into. Let me know what you guys think in the comments section. Let me know how you feel about taking deep dives in the subjects we really need to come together on. Because these people in law enforcement at the federal level, it disgusts me what the ATF is into. It disgusts me that they can skirt their own rules. It disgusts me that they think they're so high up that if a judge orders something to be turned over, they think they don't have to do it. The same thing with Congress. If they ask for something, oh, well, we're too busy to give it to you. We elect these people. And then in turn, they give these cops the power to go after citizens of this United States. We're not supposed to be like this as a country. We really ain't. We're not supposed to be this way. But when people give up their rights, this is what happens. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now. Stay tuned. You should be brought over there. We'll be back on the podcast platforms after this music break. Rock on. Stay tuned for the second half of this show, Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. China Dow's coming in the studio right now. Rock on. 
up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the second half of the show. I have the beautiful China Dow right here with me, man. You know what? You get me hard every time you put that hat on because it makes you look woo. Some of the stuff I'd like to do right now. Wow. You got your hair done. Well, I colored it. You colored it. Let's see it. I didn't do my hair. Let's see it. We have to see it. It's flat. It's not that spiky, stupid shit. Oh, there we go. We got it. Blondity blonde. She's coming back, man. She used to be a real hardcore blonde, but it's coming back. She'll uh, hopefully she'll grow her hair back the way she was, but I'm not holding my damn breath. Don't hold your breath. So how you doing today? Your knees are killing you too. My hip, my knees, my shoulder. Oh my god, my whole body hurts today. It. You know what? We and, got a and, frost and out here, and I didn't drink. It's not. No, it's like feasing out here. Yeah, it's feasing. It's feasing. I'm telling you, man. It. It. The bikes are up for the winter time. Got them all winterized, all that good stuff. The bikes are up for winter time. No more rides. No more rides this year, man. No more wind therapy. Hopefully by March or uh, April, it'll be good because now I'm going into the period I call cabin fever season. When you go out to the garage and talk to your bikes. Yeah, I go out there. I talk to them, see how they're doing, if they need (laughs) anything. I do that. You're going to throw blankets on them this year? Actually, I am. <laughs> I got to get them their own blankets. Oh, Lord. You know, kind of like a horse that you put a horse blanket on. Maybe I should get one of them. Throw it over the engines and shit like that. I do. I go talk to them, rub my hand across them, seeing how they're doing. You caress them? Yes, if they're cold or not. Oh. Yes. We We do have heat in the garage, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I'm a little disappointed. Still, my uh, review of Woodstock Harley Davidson is going to be coming out next week. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to be coming out next week. I don't think it's going to be a good one. I already know. <laughs> it's not. So, uh, uh, you know, let me touch a bit uh, about the uh, subject matter in this morning's first segment it's like a light clicked in me last night well i can lie i watched the show yesterday it was a badass show it was a good show but at the same time it's not getting the to the subject matter i like and that is diving into the case and the atf has been since shit the early 90s out of control And there's no oversight of these people. Now, the Dobbins vs. U.S. has been something I've been looking into because in that case, the judge admitted that the ATF was running off the rails. And this is the same ATF that is going after people. They are doing whatever they can To get their man, as you would say. And I think that's bullshit when they're trampling all over your civil rights. And we're allowing that stuff to happen. So I said, you know what? Enough with this Jerry Springer bullshit. We're going to get into the meat and potatoes of shit. Because I'm actually enjoying that type of content. And I'm learning a lot. 
Well, I thought last night was very informative. I mean, it did concentrate a little bit too much on it did one sole person, and that wasn't the reason behind doing it. But I mean, it still was really good. It was. I good, mean, I only missed like the, the last ten minutes of it because the problem was everybody's going to focus on that. Yeah, they're not going to focus on the case itself, right? And how that case will affect them, right? And right now we have it in uh, the Ninth Circuit of Appeals awaiting for that decision to come down. Now, say if somebody was wearing a hog patch, and what a lot of people don't understand is when there's profiling going on, the most is going against independent writers. Most of them are the ones getting profiled according to the Motorcycle Profiling Project. So, yeah, this has a lot to do with us personally it does women men we can't allow look how bad it is getting when law enforcement's like the fbi is now a political arm of a national party you can't have a gestapo shit you have people that went to that January 6th thing, the protests, now they're being labeled terrorists. We can't allow this no more. We ha That's why the government don't like bikers, because they can't freaking control us. They can't control us anymore. And it's time to step up. It really is. It's time to step up. So that's why I did what I did yesterday. Because I'm tired of the focus being on one guy. Everybody knows my opinion. I'm sure there's so much of information out there you to make your opinion. So why keep on beating it and beating it and beating it? Takes away from too much information that needs to get out. I won't voice my opinion on that because that's when a woman should be seen and not heard. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I got nothing. So uh, Clyde says... <laughs> Your hair looks good, but I like Mark's even better. Hollywood, take it easy on China's knees. Yeah, I won't put her on her knees, man. I'll have to put her on a sofa or something like that. Wow, she, she's stop. getting a little older. Stop. You know, she's getting a little older, has to have a better position hey. for the bobbin on the knob. I get it. Hey, it's called I stood on my feet for 30 years cutting hair. Okay. All right. Okay. I, eh. So what do we got today for the show? What do we got going today? Well, I got some news. You want some Let's news? go over the news for today, uh, for this news. morning first. All right. All right. You ready? I'm ready. <sighs> Four Buffalo teens getting fatal car accident doing a TikTok challenge. What is it? I just didn't hear that. Yeah, you did. It's called the Kia challenge. Right. Kia. Where is, you know Kia, what? as in vehicle. Them assholes take down every damn video almost that I put on for just talking about club stuff, cops, and all that shit. They take it down on me. That's the reason I have nothing to do with that damn platform anymore. But they allow these challenges. Mm -hmm. Under the terms of the Kia challenge... Children are breaking into Kia and Hyundai vehicles using iPhone chargers. How are they doing it with iPhones? I, I have no idea. After that, they are stealing the cars and going joyriding. 
as a result, there have been a wave of teenagers that are jacking Kias and Honda car, Hyundai, uh-huh. Hyundai, cars in Buffalo, New York. The challenge ended up taking a fatal turn. Uh-huh. A group of teenagers were joyriding after stealing a Kia, and it turned out super bad. The four teenagers, ranging in ages from 14 to 17, stole the Kia. After that, they got in an accident, which left three of the pa- passengers with fatal injuries. In addition, the vehicle they crashed had a young mother that they you know crashed into. Right. Had a young mother driving it, and the mother ended up losing her life. Oh, come on. As her child was also in the vehicle. All of the passengers in the stolen Kia ended up losing their lives, with the exception of one who is currently hospitalized. Because of a damn TikTok uh, challenge. And all the passengers were ejected from the vehicle. Section 230, they shield these social media companies from litigation. I would try, you know, something like this is illegal to do. Well, I mean, go sue these pricks. I know it's going to be a two thirty issue, but that's come why, on. That's why I did the show because, like, our son picked out the show the one time, one of my shows, right? And I did the thing about all the TikTok challenges and social media challenges and how you know, like, come on, Tide Pod challenge. Kids are is that the one that Tide was on uh, TikTok? Yeah. Their kids are eating Tide Pods. That's what it was like last year. You know, and, and it's all progressed from there. And it's like, okay, I get it. You want to do these challenges, do the dance challenges, do the singing challenges, do that kind of stuff. Don't do that other shit. But what does that say to us as parents, man? This is the reason why I don't believe young kids should have a phone. Because even if you put these parental controls on, that doesn't mean it's going to work. These kids are seeing these challenges. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the sad part is, is you can you don't even have to be on TikTok to see these challenges. You can look them up on YouTube. Even YouTube allows that shit. You can look up TikTok stuff on YouTube. But if, uh, you know, my people swear on there, they say, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. But you can get freaking. Uh, on here doing TikTok challenges. Yeah, you can just go. You can just look them up on YouTube. I am surprised as hell because YouTube's been real bad lately. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah, don't do the dumb challenges that could cause somebody to get hurt or hospitalized or dead. One trial I've been watching is the <laughs> Daryl Brooks trial. He is the monster that was the Christmas uh, parade guy that ran through that crowd of people and killed a bunch. I think it was six or seven people. Now, isn't he the one that's like representing himself? He was the one representing (laughs) himself, doing all them fucking annex in the, the courtroom, making a fool out of the justice system like it didn't need any more help. But the judge was real patient in that case. And yesterday, motherfucker was found guilty on every single count that they put up against him. I think it was like 72 counts that they got him on. Wow. And here is the problem, people. 
when you live in states like Illinois, where they take away the death penalty. This is the one case that deserves it. It deserves it. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's facing uh, multiple life sentences. He should never get out. God knows with this liberal shit, though, if you know it actually work. But he was found guilty yesterday. Thank goodness. And I think it only took the jury an hour to return the verdict. I'm talking it was quick. And it's usually not that quick in cases, but it was quick. But they got him where he was guilty. He was guilty as hell. But to see him how he mocked the victims. Mock the victims. Somebody needs to knock the hell out of them. Knock the hell out of them. Beat his ass. And I hope, uh, you know, but, you know, inmates lately haven't been as hardcore as they used to be taking care of shit like this. No, and everybody's got, oh, we better put him in protective custody. That's exactly where he's going to go is protective custody. They got so many sections now inside inside prisons and jails and whatnot that you can't get to anybody. Mm. It's like, you know, you got you can't do like they did old school. Old Sparky, baby. Allegedly. Old Sparky. So I guess there's lots of warnings out there this this time of year with Halloween around the corner. Oh, my God. This is one I sent you yesterday. What? And I put on my social media. If you have kids, grandkids, and they're trick-or-treating, throw away every bit of it and replace it with store-bought because of this story. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody said that Halloween could be the scariest in her lifetime due to efforts by Mexican cartels to spread deadly opiate fentanyl. They are, she said this in Tuesday's press, that she has no doubt that the cartels are trying to purposefully target children at a younger and younger age to get them addicted, which will ensure consistent profits. Moody warns that the drugs come in rainbow colors and the cartels are sneaking it into the U.S. in candy packaging. Candy packaging. Now you got to worry about your... It used to be in the old days. Oh, God. Razor blades and shit like that and apples because you got these freaks out there. And now you have an organizations that are putting it through candy and it can end up in a kid. Now, fentanyl can kill you real quick. I'm I'm scared for the kids, too. And they said that uh, they have seized millions of dollars of the brightly colored fentanyl. And some which have been in toy and candy boxes. Now, what happens if that gets out? You know what? Why isn't the government, the U.S. government, if Mexico can't handle it, fuck their sovereignty. Go in there and start bombing these cartels. Go in there and just massacre them. And the only reason why she's very worried about this is there were 12,000 fentanyl pills found 
packaged in candy at LAX TSA checkpoint. So they caught it at a checkpoint? Yeah, and it's literally wrapped in... Everybody knows what sweet tarts are. I mean, to be honest with you, they are actually one of my favorite candies is Mm -hmm. sweet tarts. And they actually took the sweet tarts out of the wrappers and replaced them with fentanyl. (sighs) So, because they look identical. So you wouldn't even know. So if kids get a sweet tarts, just throw them out. I'd say throw all the candy out. It says just one pill with fentanyl can kill. Marty Nitro. So parents, please talk to your children about the dangers with this extremely lethal drug. It used to be heroin that was lethal. Well, and you know, I I remember when our kids were young. uh, I mean, because they're 19 and 25. So, of course, they don't do the trick-or-treating thing. And but our grandkids, but do. we have grandkids that do it. And my thing when even when our kids were like, because it's hard because they're seven years apart, you know, under 13 and they were out trick or treating. I used to have them bring their candy home. I told them they couldn't eat any while they were trick or treating. They couldn't open any candy at all while they were trick or treating. Mm. And we basically go home. And I'd be like, okay, you guys go do your thing. Give me your candy bags. And I'd, I'd put it on the table and dump it out to make it look like I'm going through it. And in the kitchen, I would actually have candy bags hidden <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that I already went through. Mm. And I would throw the stuff we got trick-or-treating out and, yeah, you and, go into and the, replace it. Replace it with store-bought. Yeah, because I don't know. What, we don't, you don't know what people are doing to candy anymore. And now it's even worse now that they're doing this shit with fentanyl uh, because the U.S. government is making big money off of it. I agree 100 percent. They're the ones that brought the shit through CIA and stuff. Uh, Mark Trump wanted to bomb the drug labs, but the corrupt Congress said no, that he was crazy. Once again, who was right? Agreed. I don't care about their sovereignty. If it's truly a war on drugs then take the war to the originators. Screw all the bust. Bomb them. Well, I guess the DEA launched the nation's largest drug prevention efforts as of October 23rd. What's it going to do, though? I don't know, because I read the data, and the data shows deaths involving opioids increased to 80,816 in 2021. From an estimated 70,000 in 2020. So it went, it's like, wait, it's like. Why not? And this is what always confused the shit out of me. I love Mary Jane. I love every bit of her. Why can't people just stop at weed? You can get some good shit out there to put you in the ozone there. No one trusts me. I see people that come in there after they gotten mm, their buzz on. So why go to a another level with heroin and fentanyl? I it's something I don't understand whatsoever. I can't because you get a a big enough high just off of freaking weed. I had a customer last night that was super super high. And he came in and spent sixty dollars at the gas station. Sixty bucks on candy and no, all that. No candy whatsoever. He got like eight sandwiches, six bags of chips. 
<laughs> and a big, huge thing of dip. <laughs> Mark, you're right. Mexico is more of a danger than Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, and all the other wars. This is here on our soil. So why hasn't Congress declared war on this? Don't go out there and tell me, oh, you know, let's send the DEA out, the ATF. We know how corrupt them motherfuckers are. But why? Send a U.S. military and kick them in the nuts. Send some drones overhead and blow them straight up. It's ridiculous. It is. Our kids' futures are on this. And what's going to happen when they're able to go more or more overboard with a different drug on fentanyl or fentanyl on steroids? What's going to happen? You're going to have dead bodies everywhere. It's sad. And it's bad enough you got them now. It's a sad state of affairs. But that's what I suggest is... If you're going trick-or-treating, do what China Dow used to do. Throw everything that you got away and just use brand new candy. Mm-hmm. And it's more important now than ever. What kind of sickos do this shit? It used to be about well, business, all, I, not killing people. Yeah, but I don't think I, I'm, I'm not standing up for the people that do this shit. But I think like the like the article said, the biggest thing what they're trying to do is get young the younger generation addicted so they can make more money. Grumpy, the war on drugs is like the fight against cancer. No profit in the solution. I have to agree. Yeah. Because why the hell haven't we found a cure for cancer? Especially with all the money that goes towards cancer. Billions of dollars a year. What the hell are you doing with it? I mean, even this month alone, uh, we've got 50 locations that have been collecting for breast cancer. And we're at over like $100,000 between the 50 stores. And that's why, really, I don't donate to charity. You know why I don't like donating to charities? Because you don't know what they're doing with it. Because over 80% of the donations go towards administrative cost. Look it up. Over 80% goes to administrative cost, which means the president, the vice presidents. So why should I donate? It's supposed to go into the fight against the disease. Yeah, not in the freaking big man's pockets. And this is this kind of donations have been going on for cancer for years decades yeah so why isn't there a solution because they don't make their money because look at all the drugs and the radiation and the chemo and all that kind of stuff that they're gonna no longer need if there was a cure exactly so so you know the pharmaceuticals are gonna be like not making any money we'd rather make the money than save people's lives that's what it seems that, that way. is pure evil. Well, look at all the years that Michael J. Fox has been fighting with Parkinson, like fighting oh my with God. Parkinson's. Did you see disease. the reunion with Doc? He was terrible. Well, that's how Parkinson's gets. Trust me, I've seen it firsthand. Not even well, Parkinson's disease. Uh, but look at how much money he's put towards the Parkinson's disease foundation and it ain't doing him any justice. He's actually in the news right now. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. Fox reviews, reveals he has suffered multiple broken bones over the last year. Mm-hmm. 
multiple broken bones. So why ain't there a cure for Parkinson's or Alzheimer's? Because it all comes back down. It comes back to the down pharmaceuticals. To, comes back down to the pharmaceuticals and the money that they can make. Because let me tell you, the medication for Parkinson's disease is called carbidopa levodopa. Mm. That shit is expensive as hell. If you ain't if you ain't got good medical insurance, and let me tell you, you still got to pay out of pocket for that because there ain't no little tiny copay on it. I remember I picked my dad's up one time. That shit is expensive. That's where I don't agree, Philip. You must be smoking some strong weed. You can't invade a foreign country just because the USA is the largest consumer of illegal drugs, supply, and demand. I believe it's a national security threat. They're the ones, just like you were talking about now, that are sending candy over well, they to just, try to get the next generation hooked. They just got busted with it. Screw that. That's a reason to bomb them. Because it's affecting our mainland. Unlike that Iraq war crap. This is a direct threat to our citizens. You had what? Maybe, what was it? 4,000 on 9-11 die? You had that almost every freaking week over here in the United States from this fentanyl shit. And there's some- I'm not talking about targeting the country. I'm talking about taking out these cartel members with the U.S. military because the Mexican uh, military is too busy on their payrolls. So we got a clear and present danger going on right now. That's where I can't agree on that. If they can't stop it, it's in their territory. They know where these people are and do nothing. Now, they forfeited their sovereignty at that point. They did. They forfeited it. Don't you agree? Yes. It's time to send a missile up their ass. I mean, they're they're seizing so much fentanyl in the past, like even just few months, mm. like hundred thousand tablets at a time. Oh my god! I mean, it, it, that's enough to kill a lot finding, of people. They're, they're finding them in trucks. They're finding them in you know. They're finding them on people. I mean, come on, Grady in Florida, and you know what, Grady, he can find a camera anywhere he will. Could he would, uh in Florida just found enough on his last bus to kill 200 or 2.7 million people. That's how many pills he found. Now, See? and I bet there's you they my were, argument. And I bet you they were all pretty rainbow colors and look just like freaking smarties. There's my argument to be able to go and take these dealers out on their own territory 2.7 million people at that point again they don't have sovereignty man they're an open target at that time and then we have it to where they can just walk over the border or they could be bust unbelievable and i agree mark bomb the drug labs hunt and kill cartel 
and send dealers to prison. No mercy on these people because they don't give people mercy. These are the same organizations that take a chainsaw and cut you up while you're still alive. What humanity is that? There's none. So why should you show them mercy? That is literally a war right there. And they've done it to United States citizens. They've killed them that way. MS-13 is one of their big knockoffs. Look what they've done. Look at what they've done. Uh, Gerald, advertising sucks up a lot of cash as far as the cancer stuff. But I believe it's the administration. Uh, uh, administration. Uh, oh, of cost. course, advertisement is going to cost a lot of money. But everybody already knows it exists. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they need to spend millions of dollars on advertising. Everyone knows it's there because why? Because you've either had cancer or someone you know have had cancer. Very true. Very true. I've lost family members to breast cancer like it's going out of style. I've had scares. I mean, it's like we've all, we all at least know somebody that's had it. We've lost somebody that's had some sort of cancer. Right. So they can kind of tone it down on the advertisement. Unbelievable. Just my opinion. But this cartel stuff, you know, will move on. It's got me pissed. When you start targeting kids, you're a piece of shit. And I hope when you're down in hell, you burn at a thousand, you know, 10,000 degrees because that is just not cool. Not cool at all. Sad. What do we got for our last news story? Well, well, we got uh, nitro sad state of affairs, man. And we talked to the old man upstairs all the time. His wife is in stage four now fighting for her life. Sad, man. I hate hearing that when some one of my uh, subs have uh, something like that. Trust going me, on. she is in our prayers. She is talking to the man upstairs, man. I'm telling you. So St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Chicago. St. Louis school shooter carried an AR-15 style weapon and 600 rounds of ammo. Holy shit. The shooter who killed... You know how much money that is for 600 rounds? He killed two and injured seven others at a St. Louis high school this week with the AR-15 style rifle. Yeah, but it's not the AR's fault. Man. No, it's the kid. His name was it, it is Orlando Harris. He's 19, a former student of the Central, Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. He had ammunition on a chest rig and in a bag and dumped other magazines in stairwells and corridors. Dirty knobs. He's on a jet right now. Listening to us probably at 30,000 feet. Wow. That is awesome. That's cool. That is. (laughs) If you're in Oregon, by the way, if you live in Oregon, they are going to try to pass some of the toughest uh, gun laws there are in that state uh, for midterm. So be on the lookout. But when you hear these kind of stories, 
I am so sick and tired of these politicians. Well, you got to blame the guns. Shut up already with it. No, this kid was just bad. The people are bad. The cops received the uh, call about the initi- about the active shooter at 9-11 a.m. on uh, Monday. And the officer entered the school at 9-15. They engaged Harris in a gunfight at 9-23. See, that's what I don't understand. He was shot about two minutes later. What I don't understand, how are they engaged in a gunfight? With the kid. I thought they were fucking sharpshooters and stuff. It takes you that long to kill the guy? Well, he left, the, the shooter left a handwritten note. Oh, really? Here is what he wrote. All right, let's hear it. I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. I never had a girlfriend. I never had a social life. I've been an isolated loner my entire life. And at the end of the note, it said, perfect storm for a mass shooter. Somebody should got him laid, man. Got the local hooker or something. Uh, that's what drove him to kill? Because he was a, had no friends. Yeah. So he did shoot two of the deceased victims with 61-year-old health and physical education teacher, Jean, I can't pronounce her name, and a 15-year-old student, Alexandra Bell. Oh, come on. The teacher was shot because she jumped in front of another student and took a bullet for another student. I got to give it to some of these teachers. They will protect some of the kids. She put herself, I got to give them to that. She put herself between the gunman and her students to protect them, and she lost her life for saving other kids' lives. So, yeah. So we got a loser. Who couldn't get laid, had no friends, get pissed off, Mm -hmm. and then they go after our guns for that. They go after everybody's. But see, people don't understand it. It's not the gun. It's the person. Do you think he was mentally ill, like Brian said? That's where they always go. But something like that, it sounds like it. I mean, he was from from that. Complete I mean, loser. He but. was in extreme depression. I'm sure. But I, that don't that but don't the, give an excuse to go kill people. No, it doesn't. There is really no excuse for what people do with 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 handguns and rifles. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know, last time I checked, guns were here to protect people, not to kill people, with exception of what you got to do in the military. Well, that's you just like Canada. I do. feel sorry for everybody in Canada because they're passing no handgun bills now. It's like, do, why do you vote for these people? I don't understand. Please tell me why. It's just like the other night I was watching the debate between Fetterman and Oz. This motherfucker couldn't talk. He had a stroke. It was actually sad that he was on a debate stage. But you're going to have people talk, you know, vote for him? That is insanity. It is just pure insanity. Nasty business, man. A guy who's a loser. Next time thing you know, it's us losing our rights. Hell, you had freaking diaper president. 
wanted to go after handguns that are semi-automatic, like the Glock and all that stuff. His name is Pampers. Pampers, yes. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his mental stability, <laughs> you're sitting here, what, the tweets were mean? You couldn't get over the mean tweets? And look where we are. The gas prices, I almost shit the other day. When I usually filled up my truck, it was 40 bucks. It was over $100 to fill up my damn truck. And then the food prices. But these people were mad because of mean tweets. And then they still throw out the excuses. Wife's treatment, each one is 40 grand. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh my goodness gracious. Holy shit. That's why I always wonder, you're no, donating, 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 donating for cancer and all that. That money should be going towards helping those treatments, but the question is, is it? Well, like I said, over freaking 80% is going towards uh, administrative fees. Screw that. Anyway, main subject today. You know, some people have a hard time getting their life back together after they go through, say, an extreme divorce. And we found this real good article we want to talk about about how to get it back after divorce. A lot of us have been through it. I've been through it, even though I didn't have a hard time. <laughs> it was like, bitch, gone. You know, maybe I'm using my ideology of one and you're done. I get over shit real quick. But a lot of people can't. And it does lead to stuff like depression, suicidal thoughts, and shit like that. So let's go by point by point of what they have to say. Well, the ways to rebuild your life after a bad divorce. The breakup of a marriage is like a death. So you need to have time to mourn the life and the lifestyle that you've lost. Can that be applied to, say, somebody cheating on their spouse where they try to work it out? But there's a grieving period that has to be done. Everybody grieves in their own way. Everybody grieves in their own way. But there is that process. Definitely. And some and people have to realize that. Yeah. And take, it's the same as a divorce. You got to take one day at a time. Because it is like a death nail, as I call it. There's so many, so many in a relationship you can take. So the divorce is like the final one, I think. As the final nail in the coffin, as they would say. It's straw that broke the camel's back. Straw that broke the camel's back. Yes. So you do. There's a grieving process, you know. I don't see, you know, okay, there are a lot of people nowadays that instead of grieving over the divorce, they just go and jump into another relationship. And I think that's the worst thing that could happen. But it's, you know, you got to, you got to. Take your time with it. Mm. You know, it, you got to work through it. You got to, you know, struggle through it. You know, write things down. Keep a journal if you need to. 
Mm-hmm. Write down your emotions. Your what feelings. would be the the good grieving period? Is it a couple months, a year? It's going to be different for everybody. Really? Yeah. So, Every situation, it's going to be a different amount of grieving period. That's just like, you know, if you lose a loved one, uh, to like a you know they passed on and whatever. I mean, everybody's going to grieve differently with that scenario too. Mm-hmm. Some people might get over it in a month. Some it might take years. Some might still be suffering, you know, with the loss. I mean, I mean, it's mm-hmm. going to be different for everybody. Mark. Uh, been divorced twice. It sucked for 30 seconds. Then I was free from the hacking. <laughs> <laughs> See, took him 30 seconds, but others, it can take a while. You can. And what, but what I don't understand is say somebody has a friend or a supposed friend and they're going through these grieving process. And one of their friends just say, Hey, that was, you know, Months ago or years ago, why are you still doing it? Why you keep bringing it up? Because maybe it affects people different. And they're out of the situation anyway. Am I right or wrong? Uh, yeah, you're right. How would you look at it? I mean, yeah, it's... It, it's going to be brought up. It's it's going to probably take a bit before it gets put behind somebody. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to do what you can to work past it and work through it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want one specific incident to. What if it was multiple incidences? I'm just. Why you got to change it when I'm trying to get in the middle of something here? Okay, I can't. Really? I got to let her go because she loses her train of thought. We're I already fucked. lost it. You screwed We're it. fucked. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I already screwed it over. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> gone. It went with the. Come squirrel. on, fill the it air. With, you know, we. I know you're an airhead, but fill back went, out the it air. It went with the squirrel that just went past the window. Okay, so we were talking about an incident, multiple incidents. Go ahead. Well, you, I mean, you, you got to get eventually you got to get through it, because if you don't, I mean, if we're talking about a divorce, I mean, move on. <laughs> if, we're, if we're talking move about, on, if we're talking about, well, I have never met anybody that has actually grieved over a divorce, to be honest with you. Oh, come on. I have not. That was gross. <laughs> Keep it over there. you nasty. I have seriously because everybody that I know that's gone through a divorce are usually the ones that wanted the divorce. Not wanted it, but there were situations that led to it. Exactly. They're the ones that filed for it. They're the ones that I love this one. Marriage nope. is a grand, divorce is a hundred grand. <laughs> I mean, you gotta keep in mind when you go through a divorce, it might be coming out of your pocket the rest of your life, but you know. And that's what sucks. And that's the part that's going to make you grieve because you're going to grieve over the money you got to hand over. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know what? That you try to get towards free. another bike. No. <laughs> you try to get free from a person and all they do is hand, you know, you get, they get your money. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that, that could cause the grieving process to be a little bit longer. Well, here's what. Hand uh, a check gr- over every month. Grumpy bastard just said. 
I love his name. I do too. <laughs> uh, two times divorced, stayed drunk for six months. Ouch. Afterwards, one hell of a hangover from one uh, hell of a party. So, see, he stayed drunk for six months. It was affecting him for that long. Which I can see that being, I can see that happening. Because a lot of times divorces aren't mutual. Mm -hmm. Or there is a cause for that divorce. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want to like pinpoint specific things. Okay, yeah, I will. I mean, cheating is one of the biggest ones. Well, yeah. For a divorce. Financial too. Financial is another one because like, you know, one's working, the other one's not. And there's no, you know. Which, you know, I have to blame some men nowadays. They there's don't no, work. There's no teamwork in the financials in the house. and Or teamwork altogether. I mean, that's just When it. agreements are made, one or the other don't keep them. And that leads to a lot of problems. I think that's one of the biggest things. You said teamwork. Teamwork is huge in a marriage. Me, I I just like, you know, fucking with you when you're in one of your five-year-old moods. <laughs> Not smart. That just exit on. Uh, Nitro, my ex and her friends tried to steal my bike while I was on life support in the hospital. That is so fucked up, man. You know, why do women, why do women go there? Why do they have to go for the bike? That's just like that's because they you know, know many, it hurts the guy. You know how many women I know when her and their them and their old man are in a fight, and the first thing she does is threatens her threatens his bike. Is sick. Uh let's see here. Mark, money and cheating, uh, and best friends are the biggest causes of divorce. That's why I don't have best friends. <laughs> you have no. What he's trying to say is. Outside influences. Mm -hmm. It could, it might not be a best friend or a friend. It could be anybody that is an outside influence in a relationship that can fuck it up big time. Oh, that's probably one of the worst reasons. That's probably one of the main reasons why people get into go through divorce. I think it's worse than cheating is when Outside interference interferes in a, in a marriage. And what's, or, you know, what's worse is the double bang, as I call it. The cheating or, and the outside influence. Most of the time, you don't got a chance at that then. And that's what's sad is that breaks the teamwork bond, I believe. Nobody should have outside influences involved in the relationship. It should be up to uh, the ones that are in a relationship or married to say, hey, go fuck yourself. Mind your business. But a lot of times that can't happen. And that's what destroys stuff. Well, and then there's those times when you tell people to mind the business and they still don't. Well, true. True. What is another way of getting over this shit? Reinvent yourself. I think people should reinvent themselves all the time. That's just like at the beginning of the show. I'm, you know, I'm reinventing a lot what I'm doing. I'm going to throw a mix of biker news in there and a mix of some serious subjects in there that everybody should be able to 
dig into to, ex, you know, expand their way of thinking, challenge people. Well, like in the, in this in this instance, it says for reinventing yourself, it says, well, you've been one half of a couple. Mm -hmm. So now you're a single and you need to basically start a new chapter in your life mm -hmm. so you could learn more about how, who you are as yourself and not as a couple anymore. Yeah, because after so long. But I think it'd be hard to reinvent something like that during this. Well, after. Right. Mark, trust is the key. How many people say that but really don't do it? Trust is the key. Trust is the key, but a lot of times trust can be broken. And then you got to regain trust. But how do you regain trust once it's broken? That's a hard thing to do. It is a very hard thing to do. Very hard very thing hard. to do. Uh, rattlesnake. I'm sorry to hear this, man. Uh, I'm currently going through a divorce myself. I am to the point of improving myself and my surroundings. So he's actually going through one right now. I think one of the hardest things when you're going through a divorce and okay, you're talking to somebody that's never been divorced, you know, until I kick Hollywood out or something, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to get a new one, but this is just what I've seen as an outsider seeing people go through divorce is I lost my train of thought now. What? <laughs> did you like go stupid all of a sudden? I did. I don't know. How the hell you lose your train of I, thought? I forgot it. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> I looked at you and forgot. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Nitro said she told me it was her or my 14-year-old son. I chose my son. Don't you hate when don't ever don't, you have to put don't somebody ever in choose a, somebody over your own kids. Well, that and don't you hate it to where you feel like somebody has to say to you, well, it's either me or them. Yeah, I freaking hate that. Yes, I hate that a lot. Don't ever make anybody choose one or the other because you're not going to be happy with your aunt, their answer. No, they're not. No. If it was a real relationship, they would have cut the cut that person off at the knees right away and said, "You're not in my life." Yep. Bye. You always got to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And and if you have kids, you know, like in his situation, you got to do what's best for you and your kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, if now I, they look at you, king mom. I mean, I would have done the same thing if I was in his situation. I would have been like, "Well, fuck you. I'm taking my kid." Right. I don't, fuck off. Exactly. You don't mean enough to me to worry. This is this, that's my kid. No. Eat a bag of dicks, bitch. <laughs> it's time to crucify. Eat a bag of dicks. Grab <laughs> onto your clutch. Put your mind in the air for masturbation and sex. Oh, you gotta love China now. Sometimes. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. I'm telling you what, man. With her, she forgets her chain, uh, chain of thought. And Dude, all that I don't shit. even know where I was going with that. And I, I mean, I had something, and then I'm like, lost it. <laughs> Squirrel. I saw a fly. I missed it. I don't know. 
what why is it like you, you know what dude you the really, dumbest shit you my could, phone went off and i looked down i'm like oh what was i thinking I don't yeah know. It, it, it'll come to me later just like somebody's ringtone at work yesterday their phone was going off and i'm like why the fuck do i know that song it took me 15 minutes to figure out what fucking song it was, but I did. What's even worse is <laughs> you, you had to get, uh, you know, the bullshit uh, where you figured it out finally. Yeah. That's pretty bad. It's sad. Uh, it took me 15 minutes. It was Firehouse. Dirty Knobs, 471. <laughs> <laughs> Come fucking on. Dummy. You know when you hear a song and you're just like, you got to know what it is. I freaking figured it out. 15 <laughs> minutes later after the customer left. So when she comes in today, I'm going to be like, I know the song on your phone now. <laughs> and she, how bad is that? Shut up. She couldn't remember either. How bad is that? What number was that? Uh, 471. Got you. Have you ever called your partner by the wrong name in the middle of sex? Yes, he has. Don't put me out on front street. I forgot. You called me your ex-wife's name. It happens. Uh I don't look anything like her. It is, see, what women don't understand is, you know, it's subliminal. Mm-mm-mm. You can't it's subliminal. Blame- it's called you got you call me your ex-wife's name. I'm like, yep, this is over. I got up and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> you can blue ball it. Mm-mm. Ain't happening. Matt 450. I'm going to call you Matthew McConaughey. 450. That's what I'm going to call you. For real. What do we got? How would you feel about using your penis as a magic wand? Oh, I don't know. What is this? That, that's a fucking question. I didn't I didn't write this shit. It's it's right there. I didn't write this. What <laughs> I, the fuck would I, I want to use a magic wand out of my pecker for? I guess that's like the dudes with the lightsabers using their dicks as lightsabers in the bathroom. I don't fucking know. That's the question. How do you feel about using your penis as a magic wand? Unbelievable. Go to 332, man. Look, the, they it? fucking picked it. I didn't pick it. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever hooked up with a coworker? Have I ever? No. Hell no, because all my coworkers have been women everywhere. <laughs> no, because, you know, you're mixing business. Except the business. tattoo shop. Except yeah. the tattoo shop. But... You're mixing business, man, and, and personal. I, I don't believe in that at all. I don't care how good looking they are. Now, when I leave the, uh, the company, <laughs> it could be a different story. 138. Got enough for a couple more. 138. Have you ever found your friend's sister hot? Y- yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. What, your, your friend's got ugly sisters? What the fuck? <laughs> family members no <laughs> you don't think like one of your friend's sisters is hot no i don't oh uh uh-uh. i've never met any of your friend's sisters so i can't help there because you don't bring that into you know what you can just look and say yeah she's hot it doesn't mean you want to fuck her okay well, you probably do yeah if uh, you say she's hot how many times i tell head. you men are like that you can't have friends that are women <laughs> you can't yes you can uh, we got grumpy bastard. We can do this one. Three ninety six. No, I'm tired of reading these nasty questions. Have you ever drank your partner's saliva? What? That's like spitting in someone's mouth. That's just wrong. That is nasty. <laughs> no, that's come over here and look. It is the question. Legit. I did not make that up. <laughs> it's 
What the hell is wrong with you? They're picking it. I'm just reading it. It's gross. These are so. I'm gonna find new questions. These are disgusting. Unbelievable. (laughs) Have you ever done it in your parents' bed? Well, no. That's gross. Like when they're not home, stupid. Don't matter. It's still gross. (laughs) Why? Because you're gonna be doing some girl in your parents' bed and be like, "Oh, my parents did it here. (laughs) This is where I was created." Ew. What? We'll see you guys tomorrow. (laughs) 